0: Vashti Hurt will join us in about 15 minutes. The Carolina Panthers will be in action on Thursday against the Atlanta Falcons. What's wild about the NFC South is that the the Panthers aren't totally out of it. No. The, The Buccaneers are currently tied for first place in the NFC South with the Falcons. The Panthers could have moved into first place with the NFC South had they beaten the Falcons a couple of weeks ago, but we know how that went. You know, removed helmet, missed field goals. The rest is history. So that's the crazy part about the Panthers. At, what, 2-7, and they're still not out of it, out of it. That's just how bad the NFC South is. And, hey, somebody's going to win it, and that was always the play for the Panthers. It might be too little too late, but some life might be back in it for the Panthers if they can knock the Falcons off at home Thursday night. We'll talk to Vashti about that in a little bit. We talked to Kelly Gramlich, ACC Network. Gramlich and McClain is the podcast about the upcoming college football playoff rankings. Two things are going to happen. Alabama and Clemson are going to fall back. The question is, how far are they going to fall back? Alabama seems to get the benefit of the doubt, even though they've got two losses compared to Clemson's one loss. And if you look at Alabama's overall season, where they've flirted with losing more often than not, you have to think of that Texas game. You think of the Texas A&M game. Obviously, how things play that with LSU and Tennessee. They've been close games, final plays, but the results are the results, and they have to count for something. Although it seems that one team gets punished for losing while the other team does not, you want to know why that's the case? My buddy Paul Feinbaum, SEC Network, he was on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, and anytime Clemson loses, our guy loves to pile on. Well, I think it says for starters he's got the wrong quarterback in there. I think he has to go to his freshman because DJ is a is a great name, and we've all you know, had to <laughs> learn how to pronounce it. But uh, but he's but he's no longer the fu- the present or the future of of clemson uh he's not the next trevor lawrence and 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 i I think when when you're when you're clemson you always play with fire Uh, it's always a one or two game season because the acc is 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 weak compared to uh, the big ten and the sec and they barely got by wake uh you mentioned you know some of the other games that they've struggled in and and notre dame just you know just undid them and they, they don't have a path back they don't have a good game that they can win this back with. They have, they have South Carolina at the end of the season. So they're out of luck, even with only one loss. So that's Paul Feinbaum on Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, which you can listen to on 99.9 The Fan. I don't necessarily disagree with Paul Feinbaum in this case, though, as it relates to Clemson and their college football playoff chances. And regardless of how far they drop back, they don't really have good opportunities to get back into this unless there's chaos in front of them. And we know what college football, with three weeks remaining, anything is possible. It's the OG. I'm Joe Ovias. Giulio is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. If you miss anything from today's show, check it out on the best of the OG podcast: Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast. We are there. Five stars only because the positive vibes are required. Speaking of vibes, the Christmas vibes are right around the corner. WREL Knights of Lights back for a third year. Tickets are on sale right now. They got an improved and redesigned light route. They got in-person activities as well. We got a holiday outpost, some selfie stations, the igloo experience. So visit com to learn more. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked
1: it on, uh. All right, this one comes from Super Weenie Hut Jr. Okay. Hey Joe, are you surprised that actual hurricane season lasted longer than the
0: Miami hurricane season? Yeah, I'll be honest. Yes. Mm. I did not think that the Miami Hurricanes would be as bad as they have been under Mario Cristobal in the first season. Now he's got to basically clean up the mess that he created where, I mean, I hate to say quit when we talk about teams, but that does look like a Miami team that's ready for the season to be over. I know there's a subtle difference between the two. Yeah, and they're over it. As far as the hurricane season is concerned, yeah, yeah, leave it to my brother to try and get ahead of getting married in Florida and not do not do it during hurricane season and have a late season hurricane come through like what's happening right now with Nicole leave it to Nicole to disrupt things i'm going to i don't do this very often Dennis so okay. you you you're going to witness something that doesn't happen very often on the radio i'm going to open up about some past relationship traumas oh Okay. Oh, I'm in. And this is why... I can could, I could weigh in. This is why Nicole is a little triggering for me. Oh, okay. okay. I get what you're saying here. All right. So we can go back to my sophomore year in high school and I was really, really into Skrull Nicole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had gone all through St. Joan together, and then we get to Boca Raton High. And I asked her out to homecoming. Mm. She said, so I'm just going with my friends. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I took it at face value. So I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll see you at the dance. She's like, yeah, I'll see you at the dance. I did see her at the dance with another guy. Mm. She clearly was going with somebody. She just didn't tell me she was going with somebody. So when I went up to say, hey, let's have a dance, she was already with some other dude. It still affected me a little. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still, it's still a little painful to talk about right now, honestly. So you went full
1: Bismarcky, Like, oh, you say he's just a friend?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. So now I see Nicole messing things up this week for my brother's wedding i'm like of course it's nicole yeah of course it is mm-hmm. all right now i got i got that out of my system but yeah the this, this system's coming through man i think i'm gonna beat it and it'll rain all day thursday mm-hmm. as i told my brother by saturday it's gonna be gorgeous anytime there's a hurricane that comes through it clears everything out it's gonna be gorgeous on saturday oh yeah just a little rain no big deal all right, next up.
1: I got a proposition for you.
0: All right, this one comes from Lucas. Hey, Joe, how
1: much should we worry about UNC getting out rebounded by UNC
0: Wilmington? N- none. Okay. None. Come on, guys. It's look. I think it was Dragonfly Jones who. Let me let me see if I can pull up the tweet because because Brown because Lauren Brownlow is going to join us in about an hour. Um, WRL Sports Fan ACC Panic Room. We we were texting about some things earlier today as to what we were gonna talk about, and she sent this old tweet from Dragonfly Jones. I basically somebody else pointing out that he often thinks about Dragonfly saying that the appeal of college basketball is every team starts out trash and then you watch your team gradually try to untrash itself. Ah, of course. In the case of North Carolina, they're not it's not that they're trash, they're clearly title contenders. It's Just game one with different expectations and a little nervousness and new guys trying to find their roles. They won, right? Okay. I'm not going to get too wrapped up in rebounding (laughs) margins against UNC Dub. All right, next up. How you doing? All
1: right, this one comes from Don. Yes or no? Would you like to introduce Hootie and the Blowfish at PNC? I think that you would be. I think that would be cool, but I'm a 999 the fan stand. So.
0: Yeah, well, we appreciate that, Don. I don't think they're going to ask us to introduce Hootie and the Blowfish at PNC Arena on the Friday ahead of the Stadium Series game. I have seen some people rolling their eyes at Hootie and the Blowfish being the concert before the event, and now we've got this whole weekend. We got Hootie and the Blowfish at PNC Friday. We got the game at Carter Finley Stadium on Saturday, and then we got NC State Carolina at PNC Arena on Sunday. As I've gotten older, I've started to understand what really ultimately matters for these types of events. And it's a very difficult thing to try to thread the needle on. Can you find an artist that's going to appeal to everybody? Mm -hmm. Hootie and the Blowfish will appeal to everybody. I saw Hootie and the Blowfish at Walnut Creek, man, 20 years ago, maybe? Really? Maybe maybe it's better than Ezra opened up for him. Oh, wow. That's how old this is? There's a name for you. Right? Right. It was good. Um, I'm not going to lie. Hootie puts on a good show, man. Hootie and the Blowfish puts on a good show. And at this point, to hear those songs live for the first time in a long time, it's a feel-good, positive vibe kind of a night. Yeah. I mean, what were people expecting ahead of that? I mean, clearly it wasn't going to be Taylor Swift. Okay. Because Taylor Swift's doing stadiums, not arenas. So she's not going to be out there ahead of the thing, right? It's not Taylor Swift. It's not going to be Beyonce, mm. even though that would be nice. be awesome. That would be amazing. I mean, unfortunately, Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels are no longer on tour anymore because Zach had to shut it down after he busted his ankle. Mm. Come back. That was a hell of a show. Maybe Metallica could come back before that. Maybe but that's I, when the Greta Van Fleet,
1: re, you know, come back they are supposed to have.
0: Look, man, it, it, when, the, when the All-Star game came through, Some of this stuff gets run by the NHL as well. And I remember, I think statute of limitations is up now. There was what was perceived to be a fun show that the Canes wanted, and then there's what the NHL wanted. And if I remember at the time when the NHL All-Star Game was coming through, I want to say that the Canes had the Black Keys on deck to be the intermission entertainment. Okay. But the Black Keys weren't the Black Keys yet, like the ubiquitous band that you hear on commercials all the time. But Three Doors Down was, Ah. and that's what ultimately got them to do like Superman and some other stuff. It's it's neither here nor there. It'll be a fun show. I'll go. Next up. Whoa. All right, this one comes from Robert. Hey, Joe, hurricanes or hand grenades? The people need to know. Hurricanes or hand grenades? Yeah. Hand grenades, man. Whatever that means. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Yeah. You ever go to, four. do you ever go to one of the yeah it was a good, that's right you were there with us yeah the, like dennis by now have you not understood that i barely even remember what we did in the last segment yeah i'm fully aware so yes e me for not even remembering who all went to the final four all the way back in april yeah i don't remember that and part of the reason why i don't remember it too is because i probably had one too many hand grenades <laughs> that's right we were just talking in the cubicle about the big ass beer glass yeah. that i brought back Remember that? I do. I still have the big ass beer, so go me anyway. <laughs> All right. So hand grenades. Cause the thing with hand grenades is that they're sneaky. They are sneaky with the alcohol. Mm-hmm. They they basically get you on the sweetness factor. Okay. And then on the back end, once you've had too many, yeah, that's it'll it'll get you. All right, next up. Yeah! All right, this one comes from Dimitri. Hey, Joe, what animal makes
1: the best stuffed animal? Let's say you cannot choose the bear.
0: Um, Excuse me? What animal makes the best stuffed animal? Yeah, and but let's say you cannot the choose bear? the bear. Yeah. Well, well I guess I'm going to have to go to my childhood. It's got to be... Does goofy count? As a stuffed animal? Oh, yeah. If it was stuffed, sure. Because Goofy is a dog. Yeah. So, therefore, it would be a stuffed animal. Yeah. But my favorite plushy stuffed animal back in the day was Goofy. Okay. Followed by Donald Duck. Oh, I had a Donald Duck. Yeah. I had a Donald Duck. I had a Tigger. Oh, yeah. 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 Eeyore. I had Eeyore, too. Okay. Actually, I I have an entire play school plastic football filled with... All these old Disney plushies from back in the day—they're not worth anything. They're in terrible condition, mm-hmm. old and dusty at this point. We got any more?
1: We actually do have one more fast one. All right, one more. Fast.
0: <laughs> All right, from Kevin. Hey
1: Joe, uh, was it Fucoco, Quaxly, <laughs> or <laughs> Sprigatito? Dennis,
0: do you know what those are? No, I don't. Do I need to hit the dump button? No, you're good. Okay, you don't play—you don't play Pokemon, do you? No, I don't. Ah, okay. Those are the new starters for the oh, new Pokemon okay. game that are coming out. The only reason why I know that is because I still do read video game websites. All right. But I haven't played a mainline Pokemon game since the first Pokemon in 1998. Oh. I had, haven't played any of them. I was a I was a Charmander guy, Charizard. I had, I had Pokemon Red on the Game Boy. Okay. So you could get red or blue, the one with the fire lizard or the one with the turtle. Mm. I went the fire lizard. Cause that was pretty cool looking and you can also check us out on youtube just smash the subscribe button on the youtube channel again just look up 99.9 the fan on youtube we are there uh, you can find her on youtube you can find the podcast you can follow her on twitter vashti hurt carolotta blitz joining us now on the heister automotive group hotline vashti what's going on Hey,
2: Joe, I'm good. How are
0: you? I'm doing fantastic. I see you've got the black polo on. Is that kind of like in reference to the fact that we're getting the all black unis on Thursday night for the Panthers?
2: No, it's just my favorite polo. But yeah, I I mean, I've always liked aesthetically how the all black unis look. The Panthers just haven't performed well in them historically.
0: But we'll see if they.
2: The black helmet, though,
0: Vashta. The black helmet. helmet.
2: You know, I got an up close and personal look at it just like 30 minutes ago in the locker room mm-hmm. it's cool it's not as matte black as i wanted it to be oh
0: interesting okay because the pictures do make it look like it's got that nice yeah. matte to it but it's not like that mm,
2: it's a matte but it has a, gl- a, a, a like a buff type finish and to me it takes away from the hardness of it like if okay. it was true matte it would be tough
0: all right all right i'm with you on that i agree with you on that Vash Tiger, carolina blitz joining us here on the og panthers back in action on thursday night against the atlanta falcons it's unfortunate that i i don't want to say the atlanta game broke them you know the way that kind of ended because there was hope to still be in the division race had they beaten atlanta um but now two and seven while they're still kind of technically in it i think what they're two games out with this game coming up it's it's almost a two and seven they're two four gone Um, It's what's the general vibe in the in the room now after what happened against Cincinnati, the tough, heartbreaking loss against Atlanta and this quick turnaround now against the Falcons this Thursday?
2: I mean, it seems like the vibe is still that they aren't out of it. I, I think that they're clinging to that hope that, you know, the NFC South is just so bad this season that they have a chance at winning if they perform up to or if they execute is a word that I hear a lot if they execute their game plan. So I, I don't, you know, I don't seem, it doesn't seem as if guys are down. Uh, they seem the same as they have seemed every week. There's a sense of hope. Um, maybe not as much as there was after that Atlanta loss because they did play so well in it and and they and it did go into overtime. But, you know, I don't think that guys are hanging their head. Okay. I still think that they're, you know, there's a shot.
0: Are you surprised they're going back to P.J. Walker? On Thursday, I mean, is there the 70% of the snaps equation for Baker Mayfield they're taking into place? I know they've activated Sam Darnold. I got to imagine we're going to see Sam Darnold before the season's out. But what do they do with Baker Mayfield at this point?
2: Yeah, you know, Baker Mayfield will be the backup. Uh, I'm not shocked that Coach Wilkes decided to stick with P.J. Walker. I actually think it was a smart move. Uh, you know if you if you bench a guy for one bad quarter after what PJ had done in, in previous outings sure uh, you know then then you run the risk of you know losing your locker room after you've already had guys rally behind PJ I think that though if he has another bad half they go to Baker and if Baker performs as if he as he did at the uh, in the second half of the Cincinnati game which was decent, Albeit against you know second string guys for the Bengals, uh, mainly. You know, I think that they'll they'll roll with Baker potentially. It's just it's like um, I don't know a fruit salad of quarterbacks. You know, I guess you pick what works at the it's time. The
0: worst fruit salad I've ever seen. <laughs> I know, seen. right? <laughs> I, I feel like the fruit sal- This is the fruit salad at the KNS cafeteria that's been sitting there all day. You don't want that.
1: You don't want that.
2: The, with all with only melon and maybe yeah. some some green grapes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the green, the green grapes that are getting a little brown there. You don't want that. Right. You definitely don't want that. I, I see what you're saying. I guess that's what the the question going forward is at quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Like, I can't imagine that Sam Darnold wants to come back as a backup, even though it's pretty established what he's going to be. Baker probably is looking at saying, look, this, the, look at my circumstances, right? I'm coming from the Browns who didn't want me anymore because they were hell-bent on getting Deshaun Watson. I, go, I get traded to a team where I take a pay cut. Only to have the head coach get fired, and maybe they don't know how to utilize me. I got to imagine that Baker truly feels he still has something left. Sam might be a little bit different. So it really comes down to just how comfortable is PJ Walker being the backup with whatever the Panthers do moving forward at quarterback? That has to be the way it's being seen, right?
2: Well, I think PJ Walker will be happy, and I think he's happy to be in the league. You know, this is a guy who was. Just in the XFL before uh, Matt Rule signed him uh, a couple of years ago. So I I think that PJ Walker is perfectly fine with a backup role. Uh, He said today when I asked him, he says he's been benched before and he's been the backup quarterback, you know, basically his entire NFL career, aside from these last few weeks. So I think that he's comfortable. Now, Sam and Baker, the jury is still out. I think these guys, those guys still want to compete. I don't know if they they've come to grips with, you know the reality that they may not be starting quarterbacks for any team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. but if you want to cash that check, you got to play the role. And yeah. if they have to play the role of backup, then I'm sure they'll do that for a few million a year.
0: Vash I Carolina Blitz joining us here on the OG. I'm Joe Ovias. Gilio out today. We'll be back tomorrow. He's got a little bit of a cold right now. Uh, so we're he's 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 resting right now. Uh, so I am curious. It's not just in the it's not just in the Panthers' locker room, but I got I got to imagine uh, when you talk to other people around the league that they're all looking at the Colts, going, "They did what now with with Jeff Saturday? I mean, I'm sure there's got to be somebody over at Bank of America Stadium that's going, "Man, look at my resume. Maybe I should have put in for the interim coach job with the Panthers ahead of Steve Wilkes or something like that." I got I got to imagine that this one is is confusing many many people in in terms of who you're talking to.
2: Absolutely. You know, with coaches, they spend a lot of time in this league, you know, tens, uh, decades. Uh, just trying to to get a shot. And a lot of them, unfortunately, stay in position-type roles mm-hmm. with no real opportunity to move up to even a coordinator position. So for Saturday to come in, although he had you know a good NFL career as a player with very limited coaching experience, um, it's a slap in the face to all of those guys who have grinded it out and paid those dues. Steve Wilkes was asked about it uh, today in his press conference, and he steered clear away from that. <laughs> <laughs> he did not, you know, there is still a pending lawsuit mm-hmm. uh, to which Steve Wilkes is attached. And, you know, he said, you know, I'm worried about Atlanta, but in the back of their heads, you know, I know these guys, these coaches was like, bruh, really? I like, got,
0: yeah, I got to imagine that Steve Wilkes, what he really wanted to do when getting asked that question was be like, this is what I'm trying to tell you
2: exactly exactly but you know he, he can't do that right now hmm. he has to say he's preparing for atlanta but you know maybe we'll read the book one day
0: do you think if david tepper saw one of your tweets and said you know vash says she might be on to something here yeah she maybe I'd i never, should get maybe she should be the play call you think you think that might happen i'd never get that shot.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we would do it we would
2: only keep blitzing that's it <laughs>
0: All right, Vash, I appreciate the time. As always, we'll talk to you later.
2: Thanks for having me. <laughs>
0: it's the OG. Uh, if you miss anything from today's show, check it out on the Best of the OG podcast. Because that's really what it is. That's really what it is. Like, Jim says, is probably watching ESPN Countdown or, or Get Up with Mike Greenberg, and he's seeing Jeff Saturday talks and be like, hey, you know what? My guy's got some points to make. I know where I can. He should be coach. You know? I want, you know, look, it could be entirely possible. Maybe maybe one day Rod Brindermore decides, you know what, I don't want to be the head coach of the Hurricanes anymore. And Tom Dundon looks at Gold's tweets, maybe listens to Kane's corner, and goes, hey, man, I like what you said about the penalty kill. You want to give it a go? I bet you Gold does it.